Let's hear it for the boys. It's not my grandma. <laughs> Cue laugh track. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Will you wake up in the morning? I barely woke up in the morning. Hit the snooze again. Yeah, you were a little on the tardy yeah, side. Dude, I felt like look, I was tardy and look a little tardy like I was tardy again. <laughs> Dude. Let the don't have, like, they say, like, don't mix liquors and beers and stuff. No. Well, don't mix white wines. Liquor before beer, you're clear. Beer before liquor, you've never been sicker. It's like when you have seven tequilas, but then you get sick and you blame it on the taco. <laughs> Damn Mexican food. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome to the big, beautiful world of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody. Thanks for joining me. In the studio today. In our biscuit bunker. <laughs> biscuit bunker, that's right. Uh, the scientists tell me that COVID is still real, so I cannot broadcast from our historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater, where I still pay my $35 a year studio fees. Thank you very much. <laughs> they're getting they're getting good use out of our studio fees. They're, you know what? At, At least KDKU, they don't have to clean up after the mess that we usually make. 88.5. The voice of Gravy. That's right. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU, 88.5. The voice of Maui. Nay, the voice of Gravy. We're uh, Maui's number two radio show. Number two! We are broadcast on the good old Spotify and Apple as well. The number of incidents of KAKU's fire alarm going off <laughs> since we've stopped broadcasting there, they've dropped dramatically. We don't know that. Now, correlation is not causation, Jack. That's right. Looking at you, scientists. <laughs> uh, in the news this week, apparently only one out of ten, or COVID has a one out of ten thousand chance of existing on surfaces. Did well, you hear this? Out, that's outdoor surfaces. Because remember, Donald Trump told us that sunlight kills it. Well, <sighs> that's going to do it, baby. I don't know, man. Six people got blood clots this week after getting the vaccine. That's only from the so. Johnson & Johnson ones. Yes. That's why you got to break it up. It's like the the vaccine is like <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it all in one dose. You don't want it. <laughs> you can't do it all in one dose. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta it's break like it up. Like getting the giant Jersey Mike's with double meat. I can eat it in one sitting. I can eat it while going to see Blade Runner in but the movie theater. I'm better off eating half of it before Blade Runner and then half of it during Blade <laughs> Runner. <laughs> because you got to have something to eat during Blade Runner. Oh, man. That movie was cool. Oh, speaking of Dennis Villanueva, do you have Dune Fever? The most amount of Dune Fever. Which is not... Dune <laughs> not what, Fever! That's not the disease that Quirky brought back from Egypt. We said it there last Dune year. Fever! But the movie Dune is coming out. So I already like the original Dune, but what was lacking in it is apparently... I don't know if you know this, Vincent Fody. In the 1980s, they didn't have... Wait, kick-ass supercomputers like we have now. Right. They had to, like, make actual worm replicas and shoot it from an angle and use forced perspective. But now... The scene where they're dueling. Yeah. And they have, like, these weird 80s boxes around them. Dude, I love it! It's It looks so bizarre. It, it, that movie is bizarre. I'm you actually, get to see the outline of Sting's penis. I'm it's amazing. <laughs> That's all I call him, Sting! Who doesn't want to see that? Raise your hand. Call it number five. You're live. Give us a call at 808-873-3435. We're You're not watching there. Dune, 
And we're not in the studio. You're happy about more than one worm in that. Call movie. Tony and tell him how much you enjoy Sting's penis. Mm. I'm sure he would love to hear from you. So we'll talk about Dune and all the various. So they're remaking that movie. We'll talk about all the various things that's going on with the Dune properties. We'll talk about all the good things and the bad things Dune can be. During spoiler alert. Let's we got, talk about we got Dune. one heck of a spoiler alert for you. So we're going to have spoiler alert. Later on in the show, we're also going to be talking Prince Philip. Ooh, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Uh, we'll talk about him. The for only old person to not die of COVID in the past year and a half. Was he a lizard? We'll find out on Conspiracy Cookbook. We also, <laughs> Matt Gates is backslash still in the news. So we'll give you a little update on Matt Gates. Also, so Cookbook. people have been sharing all the, the Matt Gates, I don't even know this, but um, politicians that we elect, we as the dumb sheep that we are, actually go, and well, not in Georgia. You can't vote for people in Georgia. But most states, you can actually vote for people, right? People Come on, sheeple. voted for this guy, and I don't even know this, but politicians... Most of them are just rapists and lunatics. Did you know that, Vincent Foti? Like and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, my God. What? She's also a, wor- a workout <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> 150 squats. 150. So 150. Someone's been sharing these news articles of Matt Gates, who, I don't know if you know this, paid an underage prostitute for services using Venmo. On Venmo. If you're going to commit crimes, don't accept your payments on Venmo. Yeah. That's the <laughs> Can I write you a check in the notes this for is, that good stuff? This is crime 101, people. I'm, so like, highly offended. Someone has replaced all the photos of Matt Gates <laughs> with um, Joker from, like, the 1990s version of Batman. Oh, the the Jack Nicholson? The ja- so Jack Joker? Nicholson as the Joker with human face paint on. Someone has replaced Remember, that villainous photos. You're my number one guy. For, for Matt Gates, and I can't tell the difference. To be honest with you, he looks like a villain. Yeah, I could totally see yeah. that. Yeah. So I did a little bit more digging, and it turns out that tons of politicians. He actually looks more like scumbags. Uh, when the guy from Stranger Things did the Joker parody, where he played Oscar the Grouch on right. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That's who Matt Gates looks more like. He looks more like Oscar, the, like a live action Oscar the Grouch. Oh well, he should live in a trash can because he's a garbage person. <laughs> but more on that later. But it's funny that it, I think it's funny that Matt Gates tried to reach out to President Trump for a sit down, and <laughs> and Trump refused to meet with him. Yeah, which is hilarious. Like, you think Trump's gonna meet with you because you might have human trafficked one or two people? Yeah, you gotta get your numbers up. <laughs> Pump those numbers up, baby. Yeah, so man, coming up with the show, Matt we got a Gates. nice recipe for risotto. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we're those orangini balls that you had We're going to finish delicious. today's episode off with Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We're going to hear from our sister station out in London town. That's right. We're going to be talking a little bit more about Prince Philip later in the show. Mm. But first, I got a question, Vincent Foti. It's been plaguing me all morning. It's been on my mind. I know everyone dialed into KAKU 88.5's got the question, too. And it's, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? Feeling good on Wednesday. I know I'm feeling good on a Wednesday. I'm feeling fantastic on a Wednesday. Whether you're in your car, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, thanks for being a part of the Biscuits and Gravy Nation. All my biscuit boys, all my gravy gals, all the true-blooded biscuiteers. Thank you for being a part of the show. Mm-hmm. And I just want to remind our listeners that the Biscuits and Gravy Show would not be possible without lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you, you need, need Sinise's. Today's show is also provided in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs Make Your Eggs, Benedict's. 
The Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly underwritten by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. And also by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a, a scarlet, scarlet letter. letter. Wrong. All right, you ready to uh, pull the train into the first station today? Yeah, dog. Let's jump you? on the gravy train today, everybody. Blow oh, the, the recorder there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, so our first stop is going to be your favorite, Chuck. And one that's be quickly becoming one of my favorites Is as well. Is it follow-up junction? It's Demolition Man Trivia. Uh, <laughs> Demo- which Demolition Man Trivia technically is a segment within follow-up junction. I hate you so <laughs> it's, much. It's nestled within. It's a hamlet inside. <laughs> yes. Love it. So you ready for this week's Demolition Man Trivia? Ugh, more than ever. As you know, guys, we are really fixated on this movie that takes place in the future. But the future is now. The future and it's is now. A Sylvester Stallone movie where Taco Bell takes over the universe. Which doesn't sound so bad. It sounds okay. I had some no Taco salt. Bell this Sunday on my cheat day. Oh, spoiler alert! There's a secret Taco Bell menu item. So if you get the Taco Bell app, which never works, you can at least realize there's a one dollar beefy potato Rita. Uh, I heard they brought back the spicy potatoes too. Uh huh. It's so good. Very. I like to get the Excited. cheesy bean and rice burrito, add spicy potatoes. Yummy. Ooh, that sounds delicious. You're delicious. All right, so you're ready for our Demolition Man trivia this week, uh, Chuck? I thought I was going to sidetrack you. <clears throat> Talk about Taco Bell instead of Demolition Man. Demolition Man trivia is brought to us by Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition at Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. And this special presentation of Demolition Man Trivia is brought to us in part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy <laughs> Clinic. You almost got it. For when your speech skills are a, a little, little rocky. rocky. And, of course, Demolition Man Trivia wouldn't be possible without Benedict Cumberbatch's wholesale brown pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. So Demolition Man Trivia right here. Wow, what a riveting uh, radio episode we're going over so right here. Speaking of Taco Bell, Chuck, did you know that in the... <laughs> I hate you so much. Did you know that in the Taco Bell scene, Sandra Bullock is wearing a dress that's like all studded out with like a bunch of like rocks and gems and stuff? Of course. How could I forget her how <laughs> ugly she is? And I hate her Sandra dress. Bullock. Why do you hate Sandra Bullock so I much? I don't know. She the blind was, side was really terrible. She was like 90s hot. I think she's hotter now than she was when she was younger. What? Okay, you've been conditioned. <laughs> the deep states got to me. The deep states. They made. They convinced me into the thinking CIA Sandra Bullock is hot. That's Project Sandra Bullock. All right. So in the Taco Bell scene, uh, Sandra Bullock is wearing this dress that's got all his rocks and stuff all over it, mm-hmm. and the dress weighed forty pounds. It was so heavy that during the filming of the movie, her dress started to tear and fall down. And so Sweet. there's a scene where they're walking out of the taco, but you can see her like holding her arms down because she's trying to stop her dress from falling down. <laughs> Man, maybe someone just was like, I hope there's a water scene and they can push her in. <laughs> She'll just sink like a stone. It's like the murder, cement shoes. Death oh, yeah. She almost got murder, death killed. Almost. All right, so that That's was our trivia. Demolition Man trivia. Demolition wow. Man trivia was possible by Jim Croce's crochet kits. He doesn't mess around with slim. He doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey Vince, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment? Well, I've got a name. Demolition Man trivia was also presented in part by Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? <laughs> Look no further than Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Man, I am so excited for this show. I've got some in my fridge right now. We're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, where we answer all of our listeners' trivia that is directed at me. 
and I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in all the land. Biscuit is right here. Chew. You're on a gravy train with biscuit. You wheat. are on a gravy train, and of course, Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. I want to remind our listeners that KAKU is happy to have biscuits and gravy on the show. That's are right, they? KAKU. You love us. You can't get rid of us, KAKU. Biscuits Try and as gravy. you might. It's nothing but cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn, and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. Lizard people in risotto. Oh, do you hear that sound, Chuck? Oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. You know what that sound means. First, second stop on the biscuits and gravy train today the is... sweet, sultry sound of Nelson Rangel can only mean one thing. It means it's time Morning for Morningwood. Wood. Morningwood is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. I can spell it whatever I want, Vincent Fody. I'm a true-blooded American. Don't tell me what to do. Morningwood with Vince Fody is proudly presented in a part by Matthew Broderick's Broderick Shaws. <laughs> the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick... Not available in Ireland. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, and of course, Morningwood is underwritten in part by Alex Skarsgård Anti Scar Cream, Guard Against Scars, the Skarsgård Skarsgård. Uh, it seems like everything I've been watching lately has Alexander Skarsgård in it. You're watching a lot of B movies on HBO. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of True Blood. Oh, and yeah? eating a lot of Oberto beef jerky for some reason. Dude, I it's so no much product why. placement. Now that you're rewatching, <laughs> you do see it, right? I'm not actually watching oh, it. Oh, okay. Nor would I ever rewatch True Blood. Oh, well. But I still think Anna Paquin's hot. She was I in mean, that movie, The 25th Hour. She's pretty yeah, sexy in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What All else right. was Anna Paquin in that I can watch her in besides True Blood? I don't know. Doesn't she have a backpack company? <laughs> Anna Paquin's backpacks? No. She's teaming up with Manny Pacquiao? Of course. They're made in the Philippines. Yeah, so you know they don't really care about human rights or anything. Yeah. Morningwood is proudly presented in a part by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. To the walls. And also by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. And that is available in Ireland. That you can get Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides in Ireland. You can yep. get Rick Rolled anywhere Rick in the world. Rick Rolled, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so for Morningwood, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Matlin Ward, who we talked about last week. Oh, my lordy. Matlin Ward has been all over the news. People are very excited about her highly anticipated return to television. <sighs> She's got a new show coming out called Big Time. Yeah. yeah it's about a porn star trying to make it in the real world. And apparently there's some show on NBC or Peacock called the young rock or something it's about oh my the god rock. Yeah. one of somebody from that show is also going to be in matlin ward's new tv shows it's like a real tv show not just a porn so very excited to see her make a comeback to go from acting to porn and then back to legitimate acting again though i really just hope as what happens sometimes when people cross the threshold sometimes their adult videos get taken down and as someone who has really enjoyed matlin ward this week I hope they don't take down any of her videos. I didn't know how many good videos she had. I mean, she won like five AVN awards. That's a lot. And clearly she deserved them because mm -hmm. her videos are pretty awesome. And I didn't know this. She's got some videos with some high-end names. Like yeah. Like Riley Reed. Yep. I was so surprised. I was like, wow, Matlin Ward is, has really gone straight to the top. Mm -hmm. um, Riley Reed is like the Brad Pitt of the porn world. Right. 
<laughs> so hot right now. So hot. Um, she's right up there with like Lana Rhodes. And so she's also done scenes with Lena Paul. Oh, yeah. So who's frequently on the top 10. More Pornhub than X videos. She floats in and out of the top 20 of X, though. Now, I just found out also this week that Matlin Ward, uh, now that she has gone from acting and that she was doing adult films, do you know how much money she's making from her adult film career? Oh, it's skyrocketing. Yeah, she's making about six figures a month just from OnlyFans. That's insane. So, now, like, of course, our only disappointment <laughs> she's going to have to take a pay cut to come back to legitimate acting. She only waited too long to go into pornography because I wish we could get her right when she, after she was in Boy Meets World. She was thinner, had like a short pixie haircut, and I would have been all about it. Yeah, but you know what? She still looks pretty darn oh, good. Oh, she's so good! Especially for, what is she, 40, 44, I something mean, like whatever. that? I mean, whatever. No matter how old she is, she is doing mm. something right. So I'm looking forward to seeing her come back. You cannot give up on the gravy. I wish Topanga from Boy Meets World would start doing porn. That'd be great, too. You know what, though? Madeline Ward, way hotter than Topanga. I don't know. Topanga's got big old lips, man. Topanga was only hot because of nostalgia. Well, whatever. I mean, I don't care. I'm all about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. There we go. Chee-hoo. You hear that sound, Chuck? That sound can be one thing, one thing only. It is time for Biscuits and or Gravy News, and I am so excited about Biscuit and or Gravy News today, Vincent Fodi. I don't know if you know this, but I watch a lot of news. I read. Nay, I read a lot of news. I experience <laughs> a lot of life. You get a lot of fa- and Facebook news. And the stream media... It's just shoving the same stories down our throat. They are conditioning us, Vincent Vody, and I hate it. The lack of content of covering biscuit and or gravy news in the lamestream media has gone too far. I know. I think I, I got to say, if I'm being completely honest, biscuits and or gravy news gets left out of the mainstream media a lot. It's you not know, a part of the agenda, Vincent Vody. I feel like it's almost our job to cover news biscuits and or gravy news. News has to divide people, okay? Not good news, but the news that we live in now is all about dividing America. And as you know and as I know, Vincent Vody. <laughs> biscuits. And gravy? No, we <laughs> biscuits and or gravy unite the world together. Yeah, okay? because it's not biscuits or gravy. It's biscuits and gravy. It's biscuits and gravy. Which by definition is very what? Inclusive. Okay? That is. We are not Fox News. We are not CNN. Okay? Now we are, are BGR, baby. Coming on the show, we're going to talk about some dumb island near Fiji that thinks Prince Philip is cool. We're going to ask the big questions. Is COVID real? Last week, I thought after a year of being in lockdown, maybe COVID's real. This week, I don't know about it. We go over this every single week. COVID is and will continue to be real. Oh, mm, I don't know about this. Biscuits and or gravy news is proudly presented in part by a grant from Frank Capra's Capicola. Frank Capra's Capicola, it's a wonderful sandwich. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. <laughs> oh, and also, speaking of vaccines, today's show is also brought to us by Bill Gates Gates. If you love Windows, you'll love Gates. <laughs> He's got his own brand of Gates. Bill Gates is also the number one land owner in the United States. Uh, yeah. He's yeah, all, he he's, bought up all the farmland. Yeah, he's like, uh, he owns Monsanto now or something. He owns shares in Monsanto. He's and making he owns shares in Blackwater. They're, they're growing corn to corn. Con- c- to contain genetically modified microchips so that they don't have to sneak it in in the vaccine you can just be eating corn kicks. you can <laughs> you're eating a bowl of kicks and all mm. of a sudden you got gmo microchips uh coursing through your veins kid tested 
Bill Gates approved. Bill Gates approved. Okay. Everyone knows. So for biscuits and or gravy news. We're all <laughs> talking about biscuits and gravy on the biscuits and gravy show, Vincent Vody. I forgot what segment Y'all we were doing. Y'all about to talk about biscuits and gravy on the biscuits and gravy show. But yes, this is this is biscuits and or gravy news. So are you ready? To rumble. To talk about some. I've got some real life gravy news, Chuck. Chee-hoo. So uh, this all started a little while ago. Heinz posted something on Twitter, and it was a poll. They were testing the waters about possible new products. Oh, my God. You are not about to do it. And one of the new products was them. They're doing a team-up with Ocean Spray to make cranberry-flavored gravy called Cravy. <laughs> now, you know, like around Thanksgiving time? Yeah, when no, you're, I when know. you're eating dinner, you got cranberry sauce, you got gravy. They mix together, you got sort of like a sweet cranberry flavored gravy. And instead of listening to your aunt's lame story about Farmville on Facebook, which is ten years old, you go you sit in lift a fold-out chair, the plate up, and then pour the cranberry gravy in your mouth, it's, baby. It's so good. Ugh. Well, now what if I told you you didn't have to have <laughs> cranberry and gravy separate ever again? I can't wait until Ready Whip and gravy comes together. <laughs> <laughs> Just you have an ashtray in here? I do not have an ashtray in here. Can I use my cup? Uh, yeah, it's your cup, baby. Sweet. So they put out a statement on Twitter saying, like, hey, guys, if we made this, would you buy it? <laughs> and the answer was a resounding yes. Yeah, First of all, people thought initially it might be some sort of April Fool's prank. Lame. Oh, it's not an April Fool's prank. They're really thinking about doing it. Heinz 57, And bro. second of all, if we have learned anything, Chuck, it's that he, Americans will eat anything that you put out there. If remember just when Heinz had glow-in-the-dark uh, ketchup and purple and green ketchup? I do remember that. That it's, was cool. It was like regular ketchup, except it stained your fingers. Yep. That was when Creed was popular. That, Whoa! That was... <laughs> so that? Americans will really mm. buy anything, With whether it be green ketchup or Creed. Creed-flavored <laughs> ketchup. Secret Christian rock music. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so think about this. Like, there has never been some promotion where a fast food place has done something and people were like, no, we're not going to buy that. We want something completely disgusting. We, we want, want hot dogs inside pizzas. Remember when? Yeah, I'm surprised we don't have the hot dog stuffed crust pizzas here in America yet. I mean, people would. I think it should be mandatory for Pizza Huts that are part of gas stations and Taco Bells. Yeah. The Taco Especially Huts, if you got if like you a, will. If you got like a Wing Street connected to you. What? A cheaper. Can you even get a cheaper protein other than hot dogs? I mean, I guess beans. But, uh, you know. I think dog food maybe. I mean, but I think hot dogs same. and dog food are almost the the same. So you're telling me that ocean spray, right? Cranberry juice, ocean spray, and Heinz and Heinz. Ketchup. We're gonna get together and make a cranberry flavored gravy. Why do they gravy. even bother making a Twitter poll? Just release it. We, you know we want it. Yeah. Remember when you could say that I would welcome it with arms wide open, <laughs> with yeah. our homes wide open, yep. and arteries closed, because I'm gonna be main vein in that cranberry gravy. Do you remember when Dorito tacos were like edgy? It's like yeah. I can't believe what fast food has come to. Yeah, and that, I'm like and genius. People, and people were like, "This is the greatest thing that we've ever wanted." Then they made the chalupa, where instead of uh, actual chalupa covering it, it was fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, then I mean, KFC was, had the double down that sandwich. That was almost 15 years ago that KFC had the double down sandwich. Can you believe it? And then Pizza Hut also, didn't Pizza Hut make some sort of like 
Oreo pizza or something like that. They need to make one where the crust is just pepperoni, like the entire thing. It's just pepperoni and grease. And then just recently, Pepsi did the Peeps flavored Pepsi. What? No, they didn't. And people, stupid. people were all about it. Like what? Obviously, like just make the cranberry flavored gravy, and we'll buy it. Actually, I, I want it right now. I, I saw it was a picture. Gravy and a ketchup container. I saw like a picture. That was like a prototype, I guess, that they <laughs> they did a mock-up of cranberry gravy. What? It looks so good. Check out one it right now. Get on that Heinz and Ocean Spray. Oh, my God. What's the – I remember when can, KFC did the double Can they just get together with Super sandwich? Soaker? Can I just get a Super Soaker full of gravy? All the oh, time? if Heinz did a promotion where they did like a crossover promotion with Super Soakers. Yeah. And they just sold Super Soakers full of gravy. Yep. No uh, need you to know refrigerate. What? I don't think we have to wait for that. We can just go buy a super soaker and put gravy in it. Now, what kind of gravy would you put in your super soaker? Well, Whether I do you're have at a home, <laughs> in your car, or crocheting in your bathtub, uh, give us a call at 808-873-3435. We're talking about um, gravy here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> now, would you do more of like a like a? Th- I don't think a chunky gravy would go. I think it would block up the super soaker. Yes. So you need more of like a. But then at the end, you'd get like all the chunks. Mm. I think you need more of like a Gordon Ramsay thin gravy. Okay, I was gonna go for like a McCormick standard. Maybe that's why Gordon Ramsay was so mad about He's, the thick gravy. Because he knew it was gonna come to super soakers. <laughs> He's and like, you're bottles. not gonna be able to shoot this out of a super soaker. He knew. He was the only one that knew. So instead of walking around the restaurant with the Parmesan gun where, like, they shred Parmesan or black pepper on it, they walk around with super soakers on their back. And it's like, excuse me, can I get a little bit more gravy? How many pumps? <laughs> <laughs> Hit me over here. You're just sh- uh, shooting gravy on can somebody's plate. Can we get Hollandaise from across in a super the room? soaker? <laughs> didn't, they, didn't somebody give you Hollandaise in, like, a shot glass one time? Uh, No, it was in a soup bowl. <laughs> oh, no, I did do a shot of Hollandaise before. Yeah. Um, but anywho, man, I would love a shot glass of hollandaise right about now. Well, that's what we've always talked about is how I want to do gravy flights paired with the proteins. Right. Yeah. And, like and a little hollandaise and ham or a little smoked salmon. Yeah. Like a, or like a, like white a gravy, sauce sausage, steak, brown gravy. It's like a reverse sampler platter where instead yeah. of having like one dipping sauce in the middle. It's all different dipping it's, sauces. It's, you have one appetizer. It's just chicken wings. And then you have like eight different dipping sauces. Mm. What's mm. the? I think, would chicken fingers be like the one thing that you could dip in any sauce? Maybe. Maybe, maybe French fries. I, like, I, like I think anything would go good on French fries, any mm. type of dipping sauce. What's the most versatile dipping food? I mean, it's got to be tortilla chips, right? Or just crackers? Crackers? Yeah, because you can put no. apples or cheese on crackers. Yeah. I guess so. You can you put can proteins on crackers. How about chocolate? I don't know. See, I don't think I've you could do chocolate. I don't think you could do chocolate uh, chicken fingers, but you could do, you could dip fries in chocolate because mm-hmm. like fries and frosties. Like uh, yeah, like the frosties at Wendy's. Mm. You could dip fries and cookie dough. Wendy's, of course, like our good friends down at Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough, because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. Number two. Mm. Our today's show is proudly presented in part by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Ryder. Today's show is also brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking, Chuck? How many more young blank shows are they going to have? Like, they have young Sheldon. They have the young rock. Like, can they do the young Trump or something? Like, what? how terrible can these young people shows be? Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, yeah. I think that was it. I think th- I never watched that show, but I heard it was pretty good. Oh, I never watched that show, and I just don't like it, even though I've never seen anything about it. James Bond Jr. 
Do you remember James Bond Jr.? No. No, there was a cartoon on TV um, called James Bond Jr. in the early 90s. Wow. And it was James Bond's nephew. First of all, if you're James Bond's nephew, why are you called James Bond Jr.? It doesn't make any sense. That's doesn't. It's terrible. Speaking of say. not making there any sense, there was Young Indiana Jones back in the day too. Oh yeah, that was good. The young Indiana Jones. Yeah. That was a, they did a Young Indiana Jones movie, didn't they? they it was a mini series, and they were all movies. And the whole thing took place. The old man was Indiana Jones was on an air airplane telling the story to somebody. And in retrospect, I'd be so pissed if I was on an airplane. Some dude tried talking to me for thirteen hours. It's like far as Gump, except yeah. you can't get up and leave and uh, get on the bus. Uh, <laughs> You're already on the bus. Uh, so he's there for three hours. And Muppet the Babies. Just How about to- Muppet Babies? I like Muppet Babies. I did like Muppet Babies. And then the Looney Tunes had kids, too. Yeah, or were Tiny kids. Tunes. Tiny Tunes. Yeah. yeah, Tiny Tunes Adventures. Yeah. I, I like the Tiny Toon Adventure movie, What I Did on My Summer Vacation. Whoa. Which, when I was a kid, that was like the hot bootleg tape going around. Mm. If you could get a copy of that on VHS. Coming up on the show... We're going to talk about Matt Gates in the Little Conspiracy Cookbook. <laughs> I think we've had enough Matt Gates for one day. We're going to talk about risotto, just that it exists, and we really like it. Vince has been watching a lot of TV this week. He's going to yeah. spoil some TV shows mm-hmm. for us. I think all this all this Super Soaker gravy talk has got me hungry, so let's do some Gluttony Club right yeah, now. Yeah, dog. Let's jump in a Gluttony Club and then do some spoiler alert. I finished today's episode off with a little quizzical section. Beans and cornbread. Beep, doop. All right, so today for Gluttony Club, uh, we should uh, mention two days ago was National Grilled Cheese Day. Monday? Yes, Monday was grilled National Grilled Cheese Day. Because it is so did you celebrate? 11.36 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time on Wednesday. <laughs> did you uh, celebrate National Grilled Cheese Day? No, I did not. I did have toasted sandwich that day, though, I will oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, people on the internet get really mad at you if you post a picture of a grilled cheese and it's got anything besides cheese and bread. That people on the internet are dum-dums, though. Well, a grilled cheese sandwich with tomato? Yummy! Here's what I think about grilled cheese. I think you can put maybe a little bit in there, like a slice of tomato maybe. At what point does it just become a panini? I think once, I you, once you add any sort of meat... Okay. Then it ceases to be a grilled cheese. I think the cheese has to be the most substantial thing. But maybe if you slip in like a thin layer, a th- like a slice of tomato or something. What if you tomato and mustard? Tomato and mustard. Oh yeah, try it out, man. Hmm. So you so, got to do gouda and cheddar mm, together. Say, yeah, I think mustard is is a condiment. So I don't think it, I don't think it would quite tip it over the scale. Now sometimes when but I do if you a, put like bacon or a slice of ham in there, then you're getting into grinder territory. Ah, but it's so good. I know it is really good. Grinder territory cuz it's all about meat. Um what's the best grilled cheese that you've ever had? It was in Martha's Vineyard and it was accompanied with the best tomato soup that I've ever had. Mm. And it was one of those really simple $13 on a rainy day. Yep, the r- rainy day in nothing's, early September. Nothing's better than a rainy day in Martha's Vineyard. Just mm. ask JFK Jr. <laughs> I was staying in Cape Cod the weekend he allegedly crashed into the ocean. Okay. I didn't see it happen, and I was in second grade, so I should know. Oh, yeah? Were you on your yacht, no. Mr. Moneybags? No. Staying in Cape Cod? No. <laughs> Over the Hamptons all booked up? Yeah, of course. The Hamptons! It's got two solariums? <laughs> <laughs> I had a very good um, grilled cheese at Down the Hatch. 
I had like a lobster. They do a lobster grilled cheese. They did a lobster grilled cheese, which is really good. And also, you can do a really good, like, cheap imitation version of that. Just pick up some, like, imitation crab meat. Yeah. And then throw that on some bread with some with some melted cheese and make, like, a crab grilled cheese. So if you put it ham or bacon on it, it ceases to be a grilled cheese. But if you put lobster on it or crab, it's no, a grilled I th- cheese? I think it, at that point it's some sort of sandwich. The nah, play, oh, the, the playground has a really good one. That's right, with mac and cheese. It's like a mac and like brisket. Brisket. Now, a panini mixed means into there's it. lines on it, similar to like a George Foreman. <laughs> I don't think the lines make it a panini necessarily. How? You look <laughs> How like, did it not? You're you're smoking that like Elon Musk right now. You're giving me the. <laughs> did you see the the episode of <laughs> Joe Rogan where Elon Musk comes on and smokes a whole joint? No, that's it's awesome. It's like two though. hours long of Elon Musk just getting high and talking about AI. Great, you never man. saw that? No. It's pretty good. Check that out on YouTube. Don't tell our listeners to listen to Joe Rogan. They might <laughs> <Okay>. stop. <laughs> they, they might uh, start believing in COVID even less than they already do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a food truck that's at the... the Two cheesy you know, guys! You know, oh, where's that at? That's in Lahaina, where the living is slow in Lahaina. Where the centipede crawls all over your feet? Yep. In the Lahaina. centipede crawls all over your feet. Um, The... So they they must have had a huge. That must have been their biggest day of the year. Then mm-hmm. National Grilled Cheese Day. We should have gave them a shout out. Down the hatch, also in Lahaina. Down but, the gr- down so the hatch is in Lahaina, but there's a there's a place bread on the south the side. Best grilled cheese. There was a food truck over here that had a pulled pork <laughs> grilled or a pork belly grilled cheese. Ooh, baby! Do you remember I sent you that picture? Of that it was a pork that belly. That was at the farmers market in Wailea. Yeah, wasn't it was. It? it was at the Wailea farmers market. I made a BLT sushi this week. Tell me about your BLT sushi, bro. Well, BLT sushi is basically you take bacon and you you crosshatch it into like a lattice shape. So you basically have like a sheet of bacon that's all hatched together. So and it's then bacon, lattice, lettuce, tomato? Bacon, eh? lattice, and tomato. Eh? But then you, you you have to bake that in the oven because you can't fry it or else it'll kind of come apart. Put it in the oven. Put it in the oven. You bake that, and then you get this nice little sheet of bacon. Then you chop up some lettuce and tomato, put it in the middle. You throw a little bit of... Uh, oh, you don't put the lettuce and tomato in it and you bake it? No, no, because then it'll get all like greasy gross. and soggy. You, get, you bake the bacon first, and you get it where it's almost crispy but still flexible. <laughs> okay. Then you get a spatula, slather a little mayo on there. Oh, yeah! And then you, you sprinkle some lettuce and tomato on top. You roll it up, and you cut it open. And you, boom, you got yourself some BLT sushi, and it's 100% carb-free. Wow. Yeah, it's keto-friendly BLT sushi. Nice. And if you want to add some carbs to it, check out our good friends down at Justin Trudeau's Real Bread. Justin Trudeau's Real Bread. Because real bread can only come from a true dough. That's Trudeau. That's cool. (laughs) Not a lot of liberties in Canada right now. And if you're looking for the best bacon to buy, I I want to make a recommendation as far as bacon goes. I want to recommend John Hamm's Pork Products. If it's not ham. It's not pork. It's not pork. John Hans pork products. The best for making BLTs. Mm. Sushi. I've been eating so much ham this week. I got ham from Target, which I usually don't like Target products, but this one was not bad. And it was only a dollar thirty a pound for a spiral ham. Yeah, but aren't hams usually like forty pounds? <laughs> uh, it was. How, uh, it was. How much was the ham? It was seventeen dollars. Oh, that's not bad so it's at perfect all. Perfect amount. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, weird thing about it's perfect it. perfect for one person. <laughs> I put it in the oven, put it in the oven, and then read the instructions. Oh. And the instructions are... Do not step, put it in the oven. <laughs> step two, take out huge plastic piece we have in the middle bone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, alrighty then. Yeah. Aren't you also supposed to, like, 
Uh, well, maybe not, but there's if you get a cured ham, you got to, like, wash all the salt off at first, right? Ooh, that makes sense. Do you ever sense get those, like, the, the Virginia was, cured hams? There was a lot of extra juice. Yeah, and then you when you take it when you take it out, it's got, like, this crust of salt that's encrusted around it. you got to kind of wash that off. No, you don't have to wash that off at oh, all. Oh, no. no that's, you, you need that's, the salted crust, That's baby. just some extra electrolytes for you yeah, in your ham. Baby. <laughs> it's like Gatorade. Ain't no Gatorade for me. I'm just drinking it. Mm, like running sports. Mm. What is that, Strawberry Blast Gatorade? No, it's ham juice. Oh, uh, let me ham give, juice. Speaking of ha- pork products, let me give you another little tip. If you're making, if you're doing like a no carb diet and you're eating a salad, but you want something crunchy in there, guess what? You can't have croutons, Chuck. So you gotta have bacon croutons. Well, you know what you can have pork rinds. Pork. Oh yeah. You're allowed to have pork rinds because they're no carbs. They well, got I love this diet. Plenty you can't of that. Have bread. You can have. Fried pork skin, but you can fried eat, pork you can eat skin. pork rinds in your salad. Sweet. Yeah, so so that's a fun little tip for you. And you know what? That's like not being it's able to cheat really on your good. girlfriend unless you do anal. You know? <laughs> like, all right, all right. I guess so. Wow, what kind of diet is this? <laughs> so risotto, really easy. Um, get a big old pan, take it low and slow with it. Right, make right. sure you get some decent chicken stock. I know it costs an extra eighty cents to get the better chicken stock, but out of all the money you waste, don't waste it here. You're already buying expensive rice. Right. Don't and don't do the bouillon cubes because no. th- at least the chicken stock that you get in like the cardboard containers, the, the quart ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, those are the good ones. Yeah, canned. I mean, if it's really cheap, but I really would recommend spending a little bit more for the cardboard ones. Now, let me ask you this: Do you start with the rice par cooked, or do you start from completely raw rice? So you do butter and onions first. Okay. Then you add the rice, and then you slowly add in broth until it's until like it starts to absorb the broth. Keep going. You just keep slowly adding it in. Yeah. And then we shave the little truffle into it. Oh. And if that wasn't dank enough, we shaved not even a little, lots of parmesan. We had two different parmesans. I thought you were gonna say black. I had a sheep's milk one, which is a little saltier, like really yummy. Uh, it was a Reggiano. That's white. the king of cheese. So if that wasn't dank enough, do you know what I did? I got little mozzarella balls, rolled the risotto around the mozzarella balls. Ooh, they have those at food. Rolled line. the rolled mozza- or rolled that in egg wash and breadcrumbs, partially froze them, put them in the fridge, right, yeah. and then air fried them. Didn't get crispy enough in the air fryer. Sprayed them down with a can of Pam in the air fryer, which is a little careful. Don't recommend it. They say specifically not to do it in the instructions because it's flammable. Right. Whatever. Um, Comes out so good, Vincent Fodi. That's why they don't want you. That's why they tell you not to do it because they're trying to keep the secret for themselves. Yeah. The Arancini secrets. (laughs) And then when the air fryer catches on fire, it gives it that nice toasty flavor. Yeah. Dude, I love Arancini. You know what goes good with Arancini? Uh, like a little sriracha sauce. Mm. Oh, that flavor just brings it all together. I, I have leftovers, so and I'm debating doing it with a little bit of just red sauce, a little marinara. Yeah, marinara is good. Um, or you could do sort of like a like a puttanesca sauce. Oh yeah. Or a diavolo sauce, like a spicy oh, like tomato a sauce. sauce. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Doesn't all that right. sound tasty? Anything else for Gluttony Club today, brother? Brother? Uh, no. But you know what we should do? Let's hear from our friends across the pond. You want to do that? The most amount. Let's talk to our. Let's hear a little promo for our friends uh, over in England. They're called Tea and Crumpets. So mm. you, we'll take a little break. We'll hear from Gee Tea who? and Crumpets, and then we'll be right back on KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Voice of Maui. Hello. Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking once more? 
Well, tune in every Wednesday at 11 Greenwich Mean Time for Tea and Crumpets on BRIT, the voice of crumpets. So that was Tea and Crumpets you just heard from. And speaking of conspiracies from across the pond, we're going to be talking about Prince Philip at the end of the show today and during the Conspiracy Island Cookbook. Of Vanatu. Ooh. Wait, Xanadu? Vanatu. <laughs> Not Xanadu, that Kublai Khan. Didn't Kublai Khan say he was a lizard person too? Kublai Khan? Yeah, I think they were all like descendants of lizards, right? Probably. Yeah. And uh, Citizen Kane. Was a descendant <laughs> of lizard? No, the uh, the name of his mansion was called Xanadu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's also a, like a 20-minute uh, Rush song. And Xanadu. Xanadu is also the roller skating rock opera with yeah. Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> oh, man. As curated by ELO. It's funny that you should mention Olivia Newton-John because I've been singing Grease all day. No way. Yeah, I've been singing Grease songs, mostly what? because I watched a documentary about Scientology last night. <laughs> so I've been thinking about John Travolta in my dreams. Uh, John Travolta, in any semi-recent interview, his hair plugs look like they were done by a three-year-old. It's just terrible. Hair plugs. Hair, 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 hair plugs. Shut up. That's from the hit movie Cable Guy, starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> Let's do spoiler alert. Yeah, dog. I got thrills. They're multiplying. <laughs> and I'm losing control. <laughs> if you got chills and they're multiplying and you feel like you're losing control, you might want to call Paul Simon's Insane Asylum. Still crazy after all these years? Do you feel your sanity? Slip sliding away? Slip sliding away? Well, then maybe you might want to give Paul Simon's Insane Asylums a call. Wardrobe for the Biscuits and Gravy is proudly presented in part by Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best closets? You're getting close. And if you need to keep your wardrobe looking fresh and sharp, you might want to check out Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed. With Jeremy's irons. <laughs> and for those of us who listen to too much biscuits and gravy, that it's ruining your life. No such thing. Check out our good friends down at Benedict Cumberbatch's Rehab Clinic for when you've been addicted. All right, so let's get into spoiler alert. I've got a lot to talk about for spoiler alert. What you've been watching, bro? What are you going to spoil for us today? Well, first we should talk what about... What our listeners plan on getting ruined for them? First of all, we should mention that the Rick and Morty Season 5, they have their release date finally. Oh, yeah? It's June? It's going to be June 20th. So mm. Season 5 of Rick and Morty will be coming out on June 20th, so we're all looking forward to that. She who? One of the, one of the episodes contains somebody named Mr. Nimbus, who is like a Rick... But he lives in like under the ocean. <laughs> He's sort of like a Neptune type figure, Sweet. and so it's Rick's uh, rival who lives in the ocean, Mister Nimbus. Mm. Looking forward to that uh, on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you might want to check out season two of Solar Opposites. Started watching season two of Solar Opposites. Oh yeah, have you enjoyed funny. it so far? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple really good episodes, and I don't. What's it called? They break the fourth wall sometimes. They, a little meta. They do do a lot of meta commentary. Uh, ooh, and like yeah. Meta that humor bird tasted like on the show. strawberry weed and pork rinds. Where as soon as they find out what the main theme of the show is gonna be, they'll be like, "The Solar Opposites are going camping." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I did. Don't tell Diana, but I watched the last couple episodes. Oh no! Um, and it does end pretty good, especially the whole wall, the stuff going on in the wall. Love the stuff going on. It is way wall. more captivating than the than the regular plot. So Solar Opposites, it's half of the Rick and Morty guys. Really good uh, animation, really good storyline, really funny. Yeah. And I know it's a Hulu original, but give it a chance, guys. 
I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's Justin Roiland, but not Dan Harmon. So yeah. it, it kind of feels like Rick and Morty and Family Guy had a baby. Kind of. It's like, I wouldn't say it's a, wings it's and a little, beetles. It's a little bit more like gag-based humor, mm-hmm. um, but still really good. And, you know, Justin Roiland, always fun. Always lots of kooky humor there. And there's a subplot where the aliens who are living in normal America shrink down people they hate and hide them in the walls. In the walls, yeah. And yeah. then there's a so there's an own universe going on inside their walls. Yeah, so that's like the there's a lot of bee stories where they just show you what's going on inside Not the, the bees. wall. Not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! That's one of the more captivating parts of the show and I think s- episode 7 of the season 2 is completely all about the stuff going on on the wall. It's nice. it's really good. Uh, if you have HBO, you should be watching have you seen any of the QAnon documentary yet? None. None of it. So it's like six episodes. Of course, HBO, those liberal elites, would make a documentary. And from what my sources say, Vincent Fodi, they don't make QAnon look like the, the sharpest knife in the drawer. Everybody was expecting it to be a documentary that made people who followed QAnon look stupid. But you don't need a documentary to do that. And then also, the big thing going on with HBO that we're talking about. Remember at the beginning of the show, we talked about Dune Fever? Dune Fever. So Dune Fever has hit. I just finished reading the second book in the Dune series. That's a big book. I never read it. It's, uh, it's, not, too, it's not too bad. It's actually, it more it's actually a pages? pretty good run. It's a little, it's a little dry at, po- at times, but mm. it's a really good, very influential science fiction novel from the 60s. Dune had a movie that came out in 1984. You look so excited, Vincent Foti, okay? <laughs> I am very Biscuiteers, excited. Biscuiteers, gravy gals alike. Vincent Foti, usually a monotonous man, if I will. You look so excited right now, and with good reason. In 1984, mm-hmm. there was a Dune movie that was directed by David Lynch. Yes. Who has directed a bunch of other wild stuff. Yeah. But the movie has a two-hour cut and a three-hour cut. Only watch the three-hour cut. Only watch the three-hour cut. Although, if you haven't seen either of them, it might be worth a watch for you. The two-hour cut is available on HBO. I think HBO acquired the rights to all the Dune properties. Nice. And so Warner Brothers is distributing the new Dune movie. If Warner Brothers wasn't around, Disney would have just bought Dune, and then they would make a bunch of like G-rated now, Dune movies. Now, does Tremors come before or after the Dune movie? The Dune movie? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it comes after the movie Dune. No, I know the the Kevin Bacon classic came out after the movie was released. I'm just asking, are they in the same universe, Vincent Foti? Oh, um, no. I, no? No, they're not. In no? The, no, because Tremors takes place in, like, the 80s in the, in America. I think it's late 80s, almost 90s. It takes, it takes place... Tremors takes place on Earth. Oh, okay. And in Dune, Earth did exist at one point, but they're like really? 10,000 years in the future. Uh, okay. Spice. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're no longer in modern times mm. in the movie Tremors. Folding time. But, so there's a Dune movie from 1984 directed by David Lynch. That's on HBO. Right. They're also going to release the 2021 Dune movie directed by uh, Dennis Villanueva. Who did Blade Runner 2049. Jason Momoa and Zendaya. Oh, Jason Momoa's going to be in this? Timothy Chalamet. All all these great people are going to be in the new Dune movie. It's going to be released on HBO in October of 2021. Now, if COVID didn't exist, which is up for debate, 
and the movie theaters were open, would it be released in the movie theaters? I think they're going to. I mean, they're already releasing movies in the movie theaters. Kong versus Godzilla was released in the movie theater. Oh no way! I tried watching the other Godzilla movie with Hal, and it wasn't great. With Brian Cranston? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I tried watching it twice. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the Kong movie with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Kong Skull Island, very good, dude. And then. Take, like, half a tab of acid. Amazing. <laughs> and then Godzilla vs. Kong is a sequel that draws from both universes. Yeah, dude. So that's kind of interesting. Also I available mean, on HBO. Not enough. No, in, in Kong vs. Godzilla, though, it's all about this one, this young child who listens to a crazy conspiracy podcast. Oh, it's yeah. It's like the theme of the movie. As a conspiracy podcaster, I felt, I, felt about a, us. I felt a little insulted. Dune is also Dune. HBO has greenlit a Dune prequel series that's no. also going to be on HBO. What? So it's people who were fans of the book Dune are getting all of this great stuff coming out. Dune Wh- came out way before, I mean, the movie. The, the book was like 20 years before the movie. Yeah. It was also published by a, a tractor book company. Like the book publishing company that made Dune usually printed like tractor manuals. I was like John Dune. And then <laughs> shut up. They're like, this guy does a lot of coke. Let's do it. It was in the 60s. I don't know. I think you were just doing ether back then. Or <laughs> it's not know. the Cider House rules. Oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Wayne. Would you like some ether, Mr. Wayne? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cider House rules. So if you like Dune, just go out and get HBO because there's going to be a, a ton of Dune You're content. really plugging HBO. That liberal <laughs> elite doesn't need any more plugs. Despise. Netflix, I got to give a thumbs up to Netflix. They finally added a feature on Netflix where you can remove things from your continue watching list. Oh, nice. Because remember sometimes you would watch something and then you would be done, but it, like it wouldn't say that you were done watching it and it would stay in your continue watching list for like six months. Yeah, forever, ever. So if you have OCD... And you watch Y'all a lot of me. you watch a lot of streaming television. You're gonna be very excited for this new feature. Uh, you're very excited. <laughs> uh, I watched Murder Among Mormons. Oh, which is that, is that the three, salamander? The three part documentary about the guy that forged the salamander letter. Yeah, and he was he was a con artist who changed the course of the Mormon theology forever. So for those of you just tuning in, uh, Mormons, like most religions, will spend tons of money not helping poor people or solving world issues, but on artifacts and gold dumb stuff. And so Mormonism is based on one crazy story, and then this guy tricked them into thinking that it might have been some other crazy story. Yep. And then he started blowing people up with pipe bombs in mail packages. Mm, less cool. So first, if you, you want to know what it, that was all super about. Super cool. Yeah. Forgeries and making the Mormons pay for dumb stuff. I mean, they're already going to waste it on dumb stuff. So if that sounds interesting to you, check out Murder Among Mormons. That's on Netflix. And then there's another crime documentary that you recommended called Made You Look. Made You Look, which is about the high crime world of art galleries in New York. Spoiler alert, the minority gets way more in trouble and jail time than the rich white woman who totally knew they were fake. Yeah, too. the lady who made all that money and went along with the con because yep. it helped her career. Still operates an art gallery in New York. Right. With <laughs> paid little to no money back. Just goes to show that if you're white in America, you can pretty much do whatever you want. And whatever you want, guys. You heard it right here on KKU, KKU, 88.5, the voice of Maui. Uh, yeah, let's get into let's do just a quick conspiracy cookbook because we got a couple things to talk about for conspiracy cookbook. Uh, as you know, Prince Philip died, <laughs> and uh, 
let's first let's talk about the fact that Prince Philip. All right. The biggest joke on the internet is that the royal family just said we're going to stop being racist, and then next week, boom, they got rid of Prince Philip. Yeah. Those are drastic measures. Now, one thing that I didn't know is that there is an island in the Pacific that's it's you didn't know that east <laughs> of Australia. Never eat shredded wheat. Never eat shredded wheat. Yeah. There's an island called Tana. Tana, Tana which is in Vanuatu. Tin Tana in Vanuatu. Yep. Not Xanadu. So there's New Zealand, there's Australia, then there's Fiji, and then in between Fiji and northeast of Australia are the island chains of Vanuatu. On the island chains of Vanuatu, there's an island of the Tana people. And the Tana people believe that uh, he's... Prince Philip was their god. A god! So they had a, th a mythology that someday a white man was going to show up and be their god. Uh-huh. And one day Prince Philip showed up. And, and was like, where are all the young women at? And he's super white. <laughs> he showed up on a yacht, and he was wearing all white clothes, like a white suit. Yeah, as you do when you're on a yacht bringing diseases to an unpopulated island. Right, it's probably probably like a nice terry cloth navy. Terry. A terry cloth <laughs> only made in Canada. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so then they thought that he was their god. How and, could you not? And for the rest of his life, these pe these indigenous people of this island worshipped him, and they, they got wasted on Kava on his birthday every yeah, year. Yeah, dude. That sounds like a good time. That sounds great. And so now that he died, they're distraught, but at the same time, they believe he's going to come back mm. because he's their savior. So I think they're, they got their hopes kind of pinned on now, that. Now, my, my take on this is that they're absolutely right, and Prince Philip was a god. Because we all know There's he's married to, prove to that he wasn't. He's married to Queen Elizabeth, right? And we know that Queen Elizabeth is a shape-shifting demonoid lizard person. Uh, we know that he's not a god. He's at least got the patience of a saint. Oh lordy! To stay married to Queen Elizabeth all that time. Queen Elizabeth. I want to go to this island and dress in the same. I want to find out what he was wearing. I'm that gonna day. bleach my hair like early 2000s Eminem. I'm gonna <laughs> dress up all in white. Chew! And then show back up at the island, and and I'll just be like. I don't remember who I am or where I came from. All I, I woke up and I felt this strange compulsion to come to this island and wear all white. And they're going to be like, it's our guy. It's Prince Philip. He's back. He got reincarnated. All right. There's a new thing we're going to do instead of drink kava. Let me tell about you later. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it's possible we could go to this island and kind of trick them into thinking that um, Prince Philip reincarnate? I mean, not if I get there first. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be like my hype man. Be like, this guy, Yeah, he's the real Prince Philip. You That's guys. right. Okay, I'll be your brother. You just go, like, you go there just and like lay the Moses groundwork. Moses couldn't speak. I'll right. speak for you. You'll be like the guy from Gym Class Heroes who waves the flag around during the song. Oh, right. That's, <laughs> you know what? I used to like you. All right. Uh, now, some people are claiming that Prince Philip, his death might have been foul play. I don't think so. He's 99 years old. Yeah, but think. You're old. Yeah, 99 is is old for a human. But, but it's young, young in lizard people. In rolling. lizard people time, 99 is nothing. That's nothing, man. Yeah, I can't You're believe. Still a puppy. He died so young. It could only have been some sort of. Now, people are saying it was payback and that Princess Ooh. Diana, because remember he had Princess Diana murdered? Yes. Well, now people are saying now this is payback and that. Meghan Markle, the new princess. Didn't Princess Anna just become Ellen DeGeneres? Like the like she's the new princess, so now she has to take revenge for the old princess. I don't think so. I think that old people die. 
you think that Prince Philip was a human man who died at the age of 99? I think that the body that the shape-shifting demonoid lizard person was in knew it's up and it's time to shape-shift into something else. Today's episode is brought to us in part by Steven Tyler's hand-carved arrows. We needed quality arrows. Trust in Aerosmith. Today's show also wouldn't have been possible without the help from Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. The best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. Sweet. And also by Beyonce's homemade preserves. I don't, I don't think, think you're ready. ready for this jelly. For this jelly. Gotta love Beyonce. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Coming up on the show, we got the local show and, I don't know, a bunch of Irish music or whatever they do. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for tuning in all to the River Biscuits. All Riverdance, all the time. <laughs> Presented by on Jim Falk Maui. The River. <laughs> uh, today's show is probably presented in part by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries Have No Worries with Benedict Dictionaries. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by Macaulay Culkin's Caulk Guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. And speaking about British people with questionable ties to pedophiles, Pete Townshend's townhouses let his love open a door to your house. <laughs> and also don't forget Pete Townshend's mobile homes for when you're going mobile. Oh, yeah. Are you looking for the finest quality realtors ask yourself who, who. <sighs> all right are you ready for chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo <sighs> chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo is when chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room so i'm having i'm having like concussion wednesdays right now <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got some questions that you want me to ask the chuck live on the air uh send them into the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com that's the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com thanks for visiting a website i totally own called biscuitwars.com and you can also find us on instagram at biscuits and gravy 808 and you can find us and listen to us on spotify and apple podcasts at biscuits and gravy 808 and that's comedian vince Fody and comedian chuck sauce yeah so if you're listening to us on the radio on the radio you're hearing the radio edit of the show but there's extended content if you listen to us on biscuits and gravy uh -huh. 808 on How spotify extended? and Enough. apple podcast and don't forget to like and subscribe vince Fody, what a great episode i've had with you today man we really killed all the notes i'm so excited to prove oh, how hungover yeah. i am right now and how dumb i feel like i'm gonna be mm -hmm. all right well Hopefully I you'll be able only to had eight shots of espresso. Hopefully today. you'll be able to get some of these. So our first question comes from Marissa in Topeka, Kansas. Ooh, hey! Marissa wants to know, this science fiction writer went on to become the founder of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, science Hubbard. That is correct. He's got the L. Ron Hubbard. Not L. Ron, from the, the no. elf king from Lord of the Rings. No. But L. Dot Ron Dot. Hubbard. Hubbard. <laughs> Our second question comes from Danny in Lodi, California. Danny wants to know, why am I stuck here? Actually, they make good uh, Zinfandels. Stuck in Lodi, Lodi again. again. Okay. Danny in Lodi, California wants to know, King Tut was a famous Egyptian pharaoh. What is Tut short for? Tut is short for Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun, that is also correct. Fun fact about King Tutankhamun, uh, not one of the richest pharaohs, died really young. And while his body was being sent over to New York uh, a few years ago, they lost his penis. Oh, interesting. So. Lost air quotes around yeah. lost. Also, did you know they just discovered a huge underground like golden city? No. In Egypt? Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest one of the biggest archaeological finds of all time. No way. Yeah, it just happened recently. Oh, sweet. Corky Gardner, Corky friend Gardner of the show, Corky Gardner was on the that. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, do you know why 
um, archaeologists can always find something to agree on? I don't know. Why? Because they always have toot in common. Oh, like Christ. Our third oh question comes from Graham in Chicago, this Illinois. loaded. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, our third question is always a sports question because sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. What ball do they use in baseball? <laughs> uh, Graham from Chicago, Illinois wants to know, who owns the Dallas Mavericks? Um, Mark who? Rubin. Mark Cuban. I'm going to give it to you. Mark Mark Rubin, not the sandwich entrepreneur, <laughs> but Mark <laughs> it's Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah. From Shark Tank owns the Dallas Mavericks. So you got three out of three, Chuck. Nice. So you did pretty darn good for being hungover, and that <laughs> also means what does that, tell you? that that's the end of our show. <laughs> it's on, like in, in the movie Beer Fest, and he's like, what can I say? I'm better when I'm drunk. Oh, nice. He gets wasted and starts hitting all the bullseyes on the dartboard. Because he wasn't drinking before. Today's show is brought to us by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Biscuits and Gravy Show could not be presented with you in part by without our good friends down at Kim Kardashian Sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. Vince, I'll see you next week. Same gravy place, same gravy time. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> Oh, yeah.